Good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is your host, Anthony Drago, of This Week in Interview. Whether you're listening to us on tdnradio.net, watching us on tdntv.net, or listening to us on RVR Jams, Digiplay Channel 59, or you could be watching us on Facebook as well, on TDN Radio's Facebook page or This Week in Interview Facebook page. Welcome. To all my regular listeners, I want to say welcome back. Every week, I, I tell you how much I appreciate you making the time to make this week an interview a part of your weekly schedule. And I don't take your time for granted. I, I know that we have so many things that compete for your attention, and I appreciate you making this week an interview part of that schedule. And if tonight is your first time that you're tuning in, I'm glad that you're here. Hopefully, after tonight, you too will become a regular listener. Tonight's episode, I'm going to focus on giving and sharing. Uh, and I'm going to center it around a group of civic-minded people who come together every so often to spread joy in the Dominican community. There was an excellent activity that took place today. I don't know if you saw it on social media, but... Um, a number of our, of our folks who shared an Easter meal. And so I invited two of the organizers, Pastor, Pastor Jack, Pastor Jack Lissam, and, um, and Loftus Duran. They are prime movers. There are some other, some other folks as well. Um, you have Eloise Thomas and, and so on. I don't want to call names because there's a number of persons involved. Um, but, they they have been done this successfully now i think it's probably four or five times and they're going to share the experiences they're going to share the logic behind it and where exactly they they hope to go with with that sort of experience so i invited them on to share some easter love um and to share some of that joy that they get from giving back so i'm going to take a quick break and when we come back of course we always do the character mantem at the start of the show when we come back, I'm going to be joined on the line by um, Pastor Jack and Loftus Durant. And we are going to really talk about, about spreading joy and how you too can partake in that, that, that great exercise of, of, of sharing and giving back and how, how much it does for the person who is doing the giving as well as the person who is doing the receiving. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Distant lands, our forefathers came. Some seeking adventure, some bound in chains. Through battles waged and fought, through victory and pain, by test of their courage. Our freedom was gained In homage to those gone before us The heroes of lands in the sun We vow to join hands and to focus On building one Caribbean Raise your voice and high Sing of your Caribbean pride Heart beat as one 
listeners, uh, as I told you for the break, tonight we're going to talk about giving. It's Easter season, I don't know how many folk, uh, Catholics or, or not um, in their Christian faith, whether you're Catholic or not, whether you, you believe in, um, in Easter, but it doesn't matter. There's no season for giving. And so tonight's show, tonight's program, is centered around around giving. Today in, in Roseau, there was a, a magnificent event. A group of, of folks came together, pulled their resources, and provided a meal for their fellow Dominicans who may or may not um, have a, 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 an Easter meal of their own, or a meal of their own. And this group has done this four or five times. And uh, I thought it was good to, to bring them on. Uh, I'm so happy that they could come on, uh, in all honesty. It was really short notice, but when I saw some of the photos that they shared, I was inspired to invite them on so that they could share that joy that they feel from giving with you, my audience. So tonight, my guest tonight on this weekend interview is Pastor Jack and Loftus Durant. Uh, I am going to let them introduce yourself. I think it's first time Pastor Jack is going to be on this weekend interview, but Loftus is no stranger. He's been he's been on this weekend interview a few times before, so I'm going to to give Loftus a chance to, to just say good night and remind you who he is. And for those of you who were not yet listeners last time that he was on, introduce himself to you. Loftus, a very warm um, welcome to you back to this weekend interview. Mr. Drago, good evening to you and good evening to your many listeners around the globe at this time. And also those watching via Facebook, good evening to you as well. It's a pleasure to have me on board tonight, your program, um, alongside Pastor Jack. And we're going to basically tell the listening public and also the viewing public about the many charitable deeds that we have embarked on in Dominica as we continue to help the less fortunate among us. Well, certainly, and, and it, it is such a pleasure to have you back. The last few times you were on, we, we were talking social, leaning towards politics. Um, of course, politics is one of my favorite, favorite things to talk about and to discuss. And it's not like what you're doing is not associated with politics, because politics definitely involves the, the, the accumulation and use of the resources of the country and who determines who gets what. And, uh, and so, while I, I don't know if Pastor Jack is, is up as yet because I see his graphic is, is missing, um, but maybe we can get audio from him in the meantime if he's ready. Pastor Jack, if you're ready, a, a very warm welcome to you. If not, um, Dr. Snare will continue for me. Yeah, he's on. Thank you, Mrs. Driver. Thank you very much. Um, uh -huh. yes, um, I don't know what is, is that I have to say at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, 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 is that what is it that, um, has to be said? It, it's just really, it's really good to have you. I will, I will tell listeners I got introduced to you because I was recruited in to work with a few, um, folks who, um, right before Christmas were organizing to serve a Christmas meal to some folks. And, and, and you were also on that, on that meeting. I think it was your first meeting with the group as well as my first meeting. And um, I remember um, commenting that 
I was so impressed with, with, with what I heard about you and your, and your church, the good work that you're doing and your charity open arm. And, mm -hmm. and over the last couple of months, like we executed the, the, the project for Christmas and then we just did one for Easter. But for starters, I wanted to just introduce yourself to the audience. Okay. The first time that you're on this week in interview. So I just want you to tell them who you are and, and, and just tell them something about, um, Pastor Lethem Jack. Okay, Pastor Lethem Jack is just Jack Lethem, and um, Jack Lethem. Mm -hmm. two churches um, in the Grand Bay area. The name of the churches are the Eagle Lights Ministries in Grand Bay proper and Pichelin. And mm -hmm. um, this is something that um, is near to my heart. That's why I went to. Everybody has something they have a passion about. They're sports people, music people. Um, I have been involved in charity ever since I know Jesus Christ. And I just thought that was a dimension that was missing in the church. Not enough emphasis were put into giving. And I was raised with the family and especially my mother. Later on, I found that my father was the same, that um, our passion is given. And so when I heard about this group, I, it was no biggie because I, I just got excited because I believe we are better together. And um, this has been going on until there was no exception. So um, this is Pastor Jack, that is my passion. I also, I found that that is the secrecy of prosperity and um, development. Everything that God created gives. And when a human being stopped giving, he started that. So um, giving has kept me alive. It is um, my church, my denomination before this one. Um, we're very tight about we telling people what we do because we quoted the scripture in the wrong context. But how can people know what you're doing to help you if you don't tell them? Tell them what we have been about. So many, many years, almost all my Christian life, I've been involved in different programs in charity. So anytime I hear someone is involved in that, I get excited. I meet Mr. Duran and I got to know Ella and all these people, and they just are my users and I think they're helping me fulfill my dream. Awesome. Thank you. Um Loftus, of course. Oh, um so Pastor Lifam, you say you pastor two churches. Mm -hmm. um in the grand bay area one in grand bay one in, one in chief business we'll get a chance to talk about that a little more mm -hmm. loftus um i did not really because you're so familiar i treat you like family and didn't give you a chance to properly introduce yourself to the audience but there are some folks who who didn't meet you the last time you were here so give people a little background of of loftus and how you came to be involved in this type of activity that you hosted today Your mic is muted? No. Sorry, yeah. Yes. Mr. Khalifa, those who don't know, my name is Loftus Dura. Um, my life is about basically giving. And um, I am the host of a program in Dominica called Civic Vibes, where that program prim primarily we deal with civics, everything and anything that has to do with civics. And so one area of civics is knowing your rights and responsibility as a citizen of any country. And so once persons um, kind of get a core, meaning get better knowledge of their rights and responsibilities, obviously that is one area in terms of the giving back to community that must form part of your, your civic engagement and so the program that we are part of, when I say we, that is Paula Celestine and myself, 
we host every Sunday from one o'clock hour on Q95. Um, it, is, it is kind of reinstilling, as it were, civic values back into um, certain individuals who may have known about them, but you know, kind of need a little fresh up. And also persons who don't know at all about what it means to be a citizen, then that is where that program comes in. And obviously, once you talk about civic, you talk about civic-minded people, you talk about giving back to communities, then obviously charitable work must play a part in, in what um, being a good citizen is. And so that is why I fully embraced the idea, once that came around, to be part and parcel of exactly what we're going to discuss tonight in terms of helping, especially the less fortunate among us. So that, that is great. Um, I, I was reading something a little bit um, that talks about the joy of giving. And it says, bottom line, sharing our joy increases joy. Telling people about our happiness has far greater benefit than just remembering it or writing it down ourselves. The, and, and it goes on, I, I'm not going to, to go much further than that, but it goes on to basically say that when we share joy, we, the people who are doing the sharing, our joy is increased, is bountifully increased. So this is what I, I, I'm putting it, that today, you, Pastor Lifam, and a number of other folks uh, came together and provided a meal. You shared a meal. You break bread with a number of your fellow Dominicans. That in itself is sharing joy. And then that joy that you received today, coming on the program tonight and sharing it with the audience on TDN Radio, TDN TV, our Facebook page, um, that also that even magnifies that joy that joy even more so but Loftus, i want you to spend a little time and give folks details who exactly are in are the, are the groups and the and the person i know you cannot call everybody name but there are a few folks who are organized into into groups there are a few organizations that are represented who sort of coordinate the whole effort um so give folks a little bit of the, of the detail of what happened um for starters okay well um tdn radio is part and parcel of what is happening every time that activity comes around so we want to thank in a very big way you mr drago and tdn radio for partnering with us in dominica we also have open arms charitable ministry and that is where the man that is with me here tonight the good pastor pastor jack that is where he comes in he will say much more, give much more detail about his charity. But we want to thank him as well and his team, his entire team. And in particular, the men. I know women are always into charitable deeds. But when you see men going out of their way, making a special effort to do things like that, even in a time like this, then you must give kudos to the men. So Pastor Jack and his team, we want to thank them in a very, very special way. Also, we have this US-based organization that primarily deals with, you know, everything about nature and young people. Echo 78 by name, we want to give them a big thumbs up as well for being a cultural in terms of what goes on every time when we have these activities. 
We also have a young lady from Portsmouth, that is Julie Roberts, Miss Julie Roberts. She too, whenever we go to the north of Dominica, and that is Portsmouth, to do those charitable deeds as well, she plays a very important role in basically helping us coordinate and helping us execute those activities. So we want to say a big thank you to her as well. Um, my co-host on Civic Vibes, Paula Celestine, she too is a very, very good help. Um, it's just say it and it will get done once Miss Celestine gives her okay. We also have um, Julie Martin. That's another young lady who works alongside with us, getting everything and, you know, just, just doing the extra mile sometimes to get things done and dusted. Um, hope I'm not leaving out anybody now. But, you know, we have a number of persons. I guess by the time we get into the meat of things, one or two persons might come to mind and then we will, I will kind of give them the, the highlight that they need as well. We also have a number of young persons involved in, in, in these charitable deeds as well. So we want to thank them for the effort. Um, we have our, our quote unquote, I want to say our um, digital officer, secretary, treasurer, <laughs> you know, she's behind the scene doing a lot of good work as well. So we want to say thank you to her as well. Um, we also have other business partners in Dominica, like Giasta Fans and Company. They came on board the last time around. They, they gave some care packages to, to the less fortunate, so we want to thank them. And, you know, any and everybody who, in one way, shape, or form, playing their part to make that noble activity a worthwhile one, we want to thank them in a very profuse and profound way. So, before I go back to Pastor Jack, give folks a little description of exactly what we're talking about, what, what the activity looks like, what it entails. Okay, in a nutshell, we try to do that activity a number of times a year. And we try to make it the best to the best of ability in terms of going all out for the less fortunate among us. Because we realize um, in all that we do in life that there are certain persons who there are certain persons who will not be at the same economical status with us or whatever it is in life. And so there will be persons who fall below the line as it were. And that is where um, organizations like those these I mentioned before come in to help out. So, so there's a lot of planning that goes into any activity that we, 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 we bring forward. These planning activities can go all the way like a two, three months in planning because we really go out of our way to make these less fortunate people feel really appreciated, feel part of society, feel being part and parcel of just the community in which they live. And so a lot of planning goes into it. Now the planning that goes into it, after that planning phase, we have the we have the, the do it phase, I call it, meaning certain persons are assigned certain responsibilities and there are time frames that are allocated to these responsibilities. And so we try our best to execute those within the time frame set. Um, obviously, all that is get towards the big day. When that big day do come around like today, we also have a lot of, you know. A lot of action on the day. We have Pastor Jack and his team, for example, they basically take care of the, the, the food, 
the cooked food, the, the care packages involved in terms of the cutting of the hair on the day, um, the, the, the grooming of persons on the day. And so it is just a wholesome activity and it, it is very detailed. And we, behind the scenes, try to, you know, bring it up to scratch in terms of really, really trying our very best on the day so that the recipients of what we are presenting in collaboration with other people of society who, who make donations. And that is one of these, these set of people I forgot earlier. Um, all what we do on the day is basically from persons in the community, from the community giving back. And they, they, they use us as, as their, their store banks uh, or their storehouses. So we, we normally collect all what they have to give and we in a big, we put it together so that the less fortunate among us can have a, 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 a memorable time. Yeah, so certainly. So um, what I said before, what happens is that uh, it's organized where a meal, a hot meal is actually given to folks. Sometimes they get, they get some articles of clothing as well. The homeless people, uh, the homeless people are, 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 are the primary target, but not just homeless people, people who may need a meal. And then a nice touch is that there is some grooming that takes place, hair cutting and, and, and all of those things. Um, Pastor Jack, yes, I, you jumped in almost the same time that I did, but I was just amazed at the amount of resources that you brought to bear. You and your church members, you guys do all the cooking, a lot of the logistics, and and you, you and your, your 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 congregation, your members. I don't know how you refer to them. I guess your sheep because you're the shepherd. Um, you guys seem to do it so so freely and so openly. So I want you to don't be shy. Tell the listeners that your contribution to 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 the whole effort, and also mm -hmm. talk about how your how your members. Um, feel about being able to participate in activities such as what, take, what took place today. Mm -hmm. This, Thank you. This is the whole truth, that the entire church is involved in what is happening. And before I mention anybody, my wife is the one um, executing and managing, supervising, making sure every I is dotted and every T is crossed. And, um, but on the other hand, I must say, we have been doing that for so long. So it is no, and that's why it seems so effortless because we really, all year round, we don't have this kind of huge activity for the public, but we are involved in exactly the same thing. Whether it's a cooked meal, whether it is just um, food, raw food, we keep sending packages to people all year round. And all we have, we call our um, connection ambassadors, whether even not playing dailies and Portsmouth or anywhere, we we make contact with the right people that we can trust and they present the cases to us and we take the word, send our specialist uh, over the phone to interview the person and then we, we execute. To do that is simple. We um we don't have we can we call the entire church and we say this is the menu we have for the day for the activity and um everybody um, what do you want to do? And each person takes um, a dish or whatever they want to prepare. They donate what they want to donate. And then we get the money, um, the donations from um, the church members themselves. And I must say, 
that my 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 siblings and my daughter I have only one daughter three sons my daughter is very much involved in this charity and because I have a family involved in that and the church it makes it easy for me like what we did today I have to confess was effortless and um, and Ella can tell you I maybe every time I speak to her and many many people I tell them I don't come to what we do. I'm not trying to be um, falsely um, humble, but I don't come to what we do as so much so big because in my heart, my conviction is that's what we came to earth to do. We came to give. Like plants and animals and rivers, the human being was created to give. For God so loved the world, even today as in this season, he gave. So giving is just something that keeps you alive. It's just part of the function of being a real human being i i don't i can't even imagine somebody who refuses to give but also in the bible it also speaks about the only way to receive is by giving so we also um i must tell you and part of my training i was trained as a missionary in um barbados um and also i did quite a lot of what they call mass evangelism training so some of the things I learned from the religious point of view, I just transfer it over while it's still in the religious realm, but in functions like this, I know I'm trained to do that. So what I did was continue training people how to do this kind of operation, how to execute it, what to look for, how do you deal with training, how do you deal with more than your normal congregation, complete training, just like when we have a crusade or, or we have some conference, how do you deal with the people? And... I must plug that in right now. In Dominica right now, we have what I call the war of intellects, intellectual warfare. And everybody wants to let you know what they know. And I keep screaming at people. Maybe I'm screaming, really. Um, people don't care what you know. They just want to know that you care. It makes it much easier for me to sit and talk to anybody if I let them know about the bread and butter issue. And um, this is something I want till my last day on earth to continue to do because I, it is so natural. It is just something that should happen. If you call yourself a Christian, Christians give. Um, and also our passion is that, and this is not that we won't give other people, but our drive is that there should be no disabled or elderly person in Dominica, in the little Dominica, and if we put it in our own words, in misery, where you can't be fed, you can't clothe yourself, we want to make sure, not in Portsmouth, not in Granby. And um, Lofty maybe didn't mention, we also have a third activity that we're sponsoring on Easter Sunday that the disabled in Granby and uh, mentally ill will have lunch, Easter lunch. And this group is also going to be part of it, part of the sponsorship. And the nurses in Granby are going to be the people hosting it and we sponsoring it. So um, it, it's just, a, for me, it's a joy. It's something I've done for so many years that um, when when it comes to, I get more excited than anybody else I know, that I've been meeting people. I love to meet people. I want people to know in a practical way that we care. And again, I repeat, that has been a lifelong thing. So. Sorry, um, maybe if I make it look so easy, because but that's really what it is. I think that's our main function. 
and we should just continue doing that. I encourage other people, we call them ambassadors. Everywhere you are in Dominica, if your if your eyes can see the house next door, that's your territory. You should not have a person living next to you or a child who lives in the in in, in the vicinity going to school hungry. That, in Dominica, that should not be. And I'm going to be I'm I'm speaking the truth. I was shocked and I'm still being bewildered by the number of Dominicans who still live in situations that I consider inhumane. And it should not happen in a country like Dominica. So that's where open arms came in and and we are going from coast to coast and to make sure it happens. And and we, we concentrated more this time on feeding the people, giving them meal, giving them something to eat since COVID. Instead of we going for the houses and where last we were going, because we also do buildings, but um, to feed people, to make sure there is nobody who can go to the market because we were so restricted that they have something, just something to eat, something to wear, and then they take it to their homes. So this is basically nutshell. That's my living. That's my that's my priority. Yes, and 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 you say it's effortless, but it, it, it's also seems like it's difficult because there are so many people who don't share there are so many people who don't give we are at the bottom of the hour so i'm going to take a quick break um hear a word from our sponsor and when we come back we're going to continue our conversation with pastor jack and with Dr. zero we'll be right back If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to BuyDominicaOnline.com and enjoy home away from home. When you feel a sneeze or a cough coming, <coughs> covering your mouth prevents the spread of germs. You probably knew that. But the way you cover up also matters. And that means breaking a habit you've held near and dear all your life. Cover your nose and mouth with your flexed elbow or a tissue, not your hands. Discard the used tissue immediately. Then wash your hands. Help stop the spread of germs. Remember, your health is your responsibility. A message by the Health Promotion Unit of the Ministry of Health, Wellness and New Health Investment, Dominica. All right, welcome back, listeners. Also, I want to tell you that tonight's episode is also brought to you, compliments Beacon dental group in boston massachusetts on blue hill avenue in dorchester there's a state of the heart at um dental facility that's owned by uh, a, a son of the soil um covered covered joseph and his wife Cressida. um they do an awesome job they have a fully fully equipped um dental facility they do all the possible operations and and procedures that you can imagine 
Um, so check them out, Beacon Dental Group. Uh, also, if you if you call there for the first time, as you uh, uh, and you're from Dominica, and I'm going to take the liberty and say, if you even if you're not from Dominica, and you happen to be on Duval Avenue, and you go there and tell them that you heard about Beacon Dental on this weekend interview, you you get a free cleaning for the first time that you go there. So any Dominican who goes to Beacon Dental in Boston gets a free cleaning, and I'm going to take the, the privilege um, and say that if you if you go there, no matter which which island that you're from, if you go there and you tell them that you heard about them on this weekend interview, CDN Radio, and they will extend that um, good feeling to you as well and, and give you a complimentary uh, cleaning. So welcome back, uh, listeners. Tonight, uh, we're, we're talking about sharing and giving. I have two gentlemen here, gentlemen here with me who represent a whole group of generosity, a whole host of generosity. Today, on the, on the, on, on the River Bank in Dominica, the, there was an activity that took place where a meal was provided to, to a number of folks, uh, 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 and many, many folks, tens of Tens and dozens of folks, I should say, and it's not the first time that they that they that they've done it. They did it last year summer, and they they did it for Christmas, and now they're doing it for Easter. Not only that, they did it in Portsmouth as well, and you you hear that Pastor Jack say coming up, they are going to do it in Grand Bay. So it's excellent work. One of the things I brought them on to do is to also to to have, get the opportunity to let you know how you can participate and how you can support the effort for the next time that they're going to do it because the, uh, well i'll let loftus and pastor jack tell us a little bit more about it but loftus about how many folks um would you estimate that were that 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 was that you broke bread with today um and just give a little bit of a historical perspective as well because i know we had huge events for for the christmas as well yeah, well, we catered for about 200 persons today. Mm. And what I saw, what I can report on is that basically everything was used up. And even when we were about to leave, when we were packing up, there were still other persons coming and asking. So, so at least our target was met today. But, 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 um, I, let, let, yes. I don't interrupt you, just quick. You said 200 people. I mean, I know there's yes. a lot of people who are listening now who may be a little bit amazed, a little bit amazed that there's that level of need in Dominica right now that an activity like that you're catering for 200 people. Like, just pardon the interruption, but I wanted to stress the number. But go ahead, Lofton. Yeah, um, at the end of the day, Mr. Drago, you, you, you see people and it's only when you have uh, an engagement with them, you really get to understand the predicament sometimes in life. And so it is, it is that personal, you know, kind of touch or personal engagement with people that really lets you know what they're going through. And I can tell, tell the shadow of a doubt, based on the number of persons we have been getting in touch with, there are a number of persons in Dominica who are below the breadline. And it is, it is left to us as citizens 
community members, as Dominicans, to look out for our fellow Dominicans. So whatever we are doing, this, this, this work that we're doing in terms of helping out wherever and whenever we can, it is of a noble cause. And I would just like to take the opportunity to ask all the persons in whatever way, shape or form that they can help kind of keep that program up and running would welcome your, your, your efforts in, in that department. And I just want to piggyback on a point that Pastor Jack made a while ago in that what I was hearing Pastor Jack saying is his entire church is involved in the project. And so that is not just talking Christianity, that is walking the Christianity, that is putting the Christianity now into action. And so that is that is more of what we need in Dominica for sure. We are, we are dealing in Dominica tonight. That is what we wanted in Dominica now to put those words of ours into action so that other people's lives can be much better. And so they will, they will have a hope or have something to look forward to. Because a lot of times, a lot of us have what it takes to eat, to drink, to be merry, not realizing that there are other persons among us or some persons among us who sometimes go for days without a proper meal. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the naysayers to that activity sometimes, some of the feedback that we get on the ground, well, I sure get on the ground is that, oh, um, is it one day these people are eating? Meaning they try to push back us. That's okay, we should be, we should be trying to do it. We should be trying to do it every day. But at the end of the day, not realizing that our, our, our efforts, our resources, sometimes they are stretched. And it is, it is these, little, these little noble actions that we do sometimes that really matter. What I normally tell these people or these naysayers is to help comfort and, and make our workload lighter so that we, the people that are engaged in that action could be much more fruitful at the end of the day, could reach more people. Um, I want to take that opportunity as well to, I heard, for example, the Prime Minister of Dominica, Roosevelt Scarrett, he, he was on a program of his once. He has this program every Sunday starting at six o'clock. And one Sunday I heard him talking about um, the, the less fortunate among us. He said in a nutshell, I'm not quoting him now, but what he said is that his government will be looking into doing more for the less fortunate among us. And without exaggeration, that was like about maybe four or five months ago. We heard those words in Dominica and up till now, not a drum beat in that direction as to fulfilling his word or his government's word as to plans on the ground where the less fortunate among us is concerned. So it is, it is, it is left to people like us, citizens now who can take up that mantle, take up that role, to look out for our brothers and sisters in a tangible way. Because at the end of the day, um, there are a lot of names, there are a lot of stigma that go along with them. We call them Paru sometimes, we call them Big Ranch, we call them New Boots, we call them whatever names. But these people, for sure, they are our brothers and sisters. And even more importantly, 
we, by the grace of God, could have been without, we could have been in that same predicament or similar predicament. So it is just a matter of you know, finding that, as Pastor Jack says, finding that Christianity in us and not just talk it, but put it into meaningful action where these people are concerned. Yes, and on behalf of everybody, I want to say thank you to to you because you you I, I got introduced to you in that whole realm of, of service to service to the community. And now I, I have met Pastor Jack in that same in that same mold as well. And the, the whole concept of being generous, the whole concept of reaching back, and maybe it's not even reaching back. It's just you have one loaf of bread and you see someone, you cut that loaf of bread in two. You keep a half and you give the person a half. Or if that person might have kids or something, you give them the whole loaf and, 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 and you figure out that you will get more for yourself. There's a, there's a certain joy in being able to do that. And so when folks will say, well, you feed them today, what are they going to eat tomorrow? That has nothing to, that has, that has little to do with it because maybe that meal you give them today is what allows them to survive to tomorrow. And not only that, by showing somebody that you care might be, might be even more than that meal you give them and that, that, that demonstration that you care about someone is going to last more than today. It's going to last more than for the meal that you give them. It's going to carry them forward. That's that's probably what gives them that extra that extra energy to continue to continue to do what they what they have to do. Pastor Lifam, uh, before we go to close to the end of the program, I'm going to give you an opportunity to to tell the listeners. You mentioned some of the activities that you do, and I know you do a lot of stuff. I intend to invite you back in your own right so you can talk about that in more detail. But for those of us, those of them that are listening tonight, I, I would like you to, to give them an idea of how, you, how they can reach you and how they can contribute to all the good work that you, your family, and your church members, and the other community members that you collaborate with. How can they um get jumped in there and sharing that joy of sharing okay. um thank you um one of the things um we are trying or one like of a new program or newest program on board now is adopt an elder and um, before i even give the address on how they can reach us to tell you especially those of you in the diaspora um you can adopt i know there was a program at that time i, I think from Canada and something children fund. And I remember the, the structure, how it was done and pictures we send of a child from our school and then they would send a regular support for that child and this and that. We are doing something similar with an elder. Why am I highlighting that? Because I discovered during, um, especially during COVID, there were a number of people, double amputees, amputees, and have blind, fully blind people who were living on their own. And since the country was shut down and I went to war with the police, not literal war, to get a permit to reach these people, to bring food to these people, because I did not understand how charity could be politicized. And this really rocked me. It got me angry, it got me furious. 
And then we went back and we said, you know, we have to do something about this. We have to find, and we don't care where, from Scotland to Capuchin, if there is one elderly person who is not properly taken care of, we will try to get a sponsor. And like you adopt a child, you adopt an elder. You don't have to meet the person. Then you send your resources for open arms. And one, you can send a cash res um, resource from whether through um, Western Union or whatever you choose. The name will be Jack. Noel Lethem, one name, J-C-K-N-O-E-L. Lethem is my name. And you can send a cash contribution. You can also send for PayPal. And it is lethemjc at hotmail.com. And anytime you feel good, you can send us one barrel or 100 barrels because we do that 12 months a year. We, I mean, 365 days a year. And we do it by cases. We, one of the things we are absolutely sure, we make sure, is that the right people get the right help. And even when Loftus um, mentioned something a while ago, we, I, I was still amazed today at the number of people who came for a meal. Some of them were not really homeless, but they didn't care, they came for a meal. And I have to say the hardest part of what we do is when I cannot meet, um, we cannot meet the needs of somebody. Um, somebody asking for, and I, I mean anything, I want, I want to big up my sister in, um, in Florida. Um, she's a nurse. Well, she's retired. And she is constantly, I mean, almost every month, like clockwork, I will get um, supplies for the hospital, even the hospital in Roseau, hospital in Granby. I mean, nurses, um, I don't know what they call it, whatever the nurses wear to work with, um, not the uniform, but everything from... Mm. And medical supplies, you know. The Muftis, so, Pastor Jack. Beg your pardon? The Muftis, they call it the Muftis. <laughs> Some little coat they have, they wear over their uniform. And mm -hmm. always get anything. And our charity, Open Arms, and we said our motto is, we welcome all. And we really mean that. We welcome all. All in terms of those give and those who receive. All of them. Because there is nothing people have requested from us, even um, television. And I just made the, 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 the suggestion to one of our donors. I said, do you know after, since after the storm, certain people have not had, and, and that's true, and only one person, uh, the, um, the luxury of a, a TV. And I said, can you send a television for so-and-so? And next, next barrel, there it was. So I'm going to encourage the people, one, I want to emphasize the adopt an elder program. How do you do that? Simple. You just ask us for a name that we have. And Dominicans have so many centurions, but there are many Dominicans who live on, the, on their own. And we go down to even giving them a cell phone. Teach them how to use a cell phone. Um, whoever um, is what I call it, they have a name for the person who goes to execute the activity or the service. You have to come there and sit down and talk to them and, and, and do their nails and, and ask a nurse to come to make sure there is not one single elder in Dominica who is being neglected. So that's our key program. Again, I repeat, you can send your contribution for PayPal, um, lithamjc at hotmail.com. You can use Western Union or send us one barrel, half a barrel, a hundred barrels. We will be happy. And I want to say a big thank you to all of you in the diaspora who constantly, continuously supply that. But we also also mentioned something else that enable us to do that. We have a company well, my personal company, I'm the CEO of the company, and it's called um, Lisdera Bescott. Lisdera Bescott is a farm. 
where we do A to Z, food process, everything. And the farm contributes a portion of its earnings to charity. And some people ask us, even when we were not public, how did we do it? That's how we do it. We make sure, and the farmers around us would done it fully because many other people, and, and I don't know how more kindly to say that because I don't mean anything wrong. It's so that's just where I speak. There are a lot of people have a regular ramen meal. Ramens, ramens, ramens. I have nothing against ramen, but do you know how many Dominicans or elderly people or shorting never get some coconut water? Never get a, some vegetables and fresh fruits, and that's where we come. They don't remember when last they had ground provision because who goes to shop right, basically basic rice and whatever, and that's they cook for them and they can cook for themselves. So that's where we come in and, and we we send our case worker to look into the home and talk to them and find out how we can regularly send them a bag with fresh vegetables, fresh food, coconut water, some of the things that um, they would not be privy to if it had not been for open arms and other charities. Um, lastly, we are we do a lot of networking. We stretch through other charities to other communities. For um, I forget that, well, she didn't tell me to mention the name, but I think she wouldn't mind. In the Carib Territory, we have, um, I forget the name of the charity, we were in Newton, um, Roseau. There's another one. And in Grand Bay, we do it for the nurses, and they call themselves the nurses association. We don't care how we get the resources across <clears> to you. Once you are an ambassador, we can rely on your recommendations. We will send our caseworker. And sometimes we don't because we just take a word for it and send you a box for this for example the easter weekend we'll be doing usually people do easter baskets we're doing easter boxes so we send folks with, uh, people call us here and then everywhere send them fresh vegetables fruits and sometimes you got sometimes you know cereal something we know they will not get on a regular basis so that is how so we, if I'm, yes. if I have a couple of questions following up with that so so in your farm for example can somebody say send you seeds like tomato seeds cucumbers vegetable seeds and that kind of thing i mean yes you work you you work on stuff like that right okay we also the other question that i saw is um somebody was asking about the, the adopt an elder mm. um the adopter elder program do you have like a list of elders and have them by villages so let's say i'm from castle bruce i might i might elder from Castles and decide I want to adopt that particular person and where right. would they get that information okay you 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 send that information say, I want to adopt somebody from Castles even mm. on the same page if you want to send a love box for somebody from Castles from um let's say Jewish jail anywhere you're from anywhere mm. you're from mm. your country we we get the information and we we send all the statistics about the person to you where they live how old they are and what is their basic need some of them mm -hmm. um some need some Chairs. Um, I don't know the right nice name of them. Kumbu. Yeah, the shower chairs or shower chairs, chairs and all things, that we right. get. Yes, my mm -hmm. sister is the one, one person sponsoring all that for now. And I would welcome other people to send them because um, sometimes if you go there, you even have to. Uh, we, we have all kinds of skills. Adjust um, the the wash the washroom to accommodate mm -hmm. them. These are things that normal charities don't do. But because God has gifted and you love to say, our men, we have gifted and talented men who will be willing to come and do those little things so that no one, our goal is that no one shorting or disabled person lives in misery in the common no, room. Leave no elder behind. 
no yeah. elder, no so, one should be. No, this is important. I remember when my when my mom passed away, I had a hospital bed, right, with the with the adjustable mattress. I had a wheelchair, I had a commode, shower chair, and all those things that I was trying to get to Dominica, and I couldn't get them to Dominica. I didn't know who to send them to. Oh. So so I I will make that appeal because folks, uh, you know, taking care of their of their aged parents or family and then this will pass away and they have a whole bunch of supplies i remember i had sent a whole bunch of the chocks and the, and the um the padding for the beds and all of those things luckily i had gotten contact with um this lady from the tariff territory used to do it and give us some of those supplies but some of the hardware stuff um mm -hmm. but so now i will i will appeal regularly to folks who, who come across those equipment there's a lot of dominicans who are nurses who work in nursing homes Right. A lot of times when they're changing equipment, those things um, get donated. I know I have a friend who sent all those stuff to Jamaica. Um, so it's good to know that those those things exist and we will keep we'll keep spreading the word. Um, we're right bang on nine o'clock, but Loftus, I'm going to give you the opportunity um, to, to also tell folks who want to support the type of events that we have and the other activities that you're involved with. Um, how they can jump in and, and lend their hand as well to the, to the activities. All right. Well, um, talking about talking about elderly and um, centenarians among us, today I had the opportunity to go in the deep east of Dominica and visit, have a discussion of two centenarians. Wow. Um, one living in Marigot by the name of Elfina Laville, a.k.a. better known as Mabesu. I had a lovely engagement with this um, lady. We spoke, and she basically gave me some food for thought, I must say. Also, after there, I went to the Kalinago territory and spoke to her, another centenarian who was 107 years old on March 21st of this month. So I had that splendid engagement with two centenarians this morning. And so persons listening now, if you want to help out, we have a lot of centenarians in Dominica. And so whatever you can do, please try to help out, especially those persons who are 100 years and over, they they will welcome your your inputs in, in in that endeavor. Um, once we from Civic Vibes, we get whatever um, Paula and I have decided. Pastor Jack is a much he and his team they are much more ripe in that business. Um, so whatever we get, we normally pass it over to Pastor Jack and his team. So we normally get clothes, shoes, um, whatever it is out there. We normally just pass it over from Civic Vibes to Open Arms because we believe Open Arms is much more knowledgeable on the ground as to what is going on so that those needs of persons can be met in a much more effective manner. But yes, we have at Civic Vibes. Those of you who want to email us, we have our email address that is civicvibes.com. Um, at D, Civic Vibes DA, sorry, at gmail.com. Again, I repeat, Civic Vibes DA at gmail.com. You can find us there. Also, Civic Vibes on Facebook as well. 
we have a, a link on our Facebook page that you can donate to the cause of Civic Vibes. If you want to donate to whatever cause, be it an elderly, be it a charitable deed, whatever it is, you just specify what you want your donation to go towards to, and we will attend to your request right there on our Facebook page as well. Um, well, my number is a public number, but I know some person may be listening now and maybe don't know. My number is 1767-245-2396. And so you can please feel free to give me a call as well. Um, the young lady who works with me, Paula Celeste, and I mentioned her before, her number, if you want to contact her, is 1767-276-5766. Um, so it, these are ways that you can contribute to the cause of helping persons among us in Dominica, especially the, 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 the less fortunate, Mr. Drake. So, so thank you. <laughs> um, as I said, you know, the, the joy of giving is, is even more powerful than receiving. And, and so, um, listeners, tonight I had these two gentlemen on because today they were involved with a, a few organizations, Echo 78, Civic Vibes, Open Arms Charity, Julie Roberts, CDN Media Network, and a number of persons. These persons are just on the front line, but they represent so many of us who want to share in that joy, in that excitement. Because really, it's a blessing when you're able to give, because it means that you, you have a little bit for yourself, but there's enough for yourself that you can actually look around and share with somebody else. So that means you're blessed. Um, and that is what that is the biggest thing about giving. It means that, that you at least have a little bit and somebody else has less. And, and that, that, that joy multiplies and, and really gives us energy. And it's scientifically proven that, that giving is actually good for us. And so, listeners, I want to encourage you to experience that joy of giving. Um, Pastor Jack and Loftus gave their contact information. I will we'll put it up on CDN, Radio CDN TV. We'll put it on our Facebook pages as well. Uh, I know we're a little past 9 o'clock, but I'm going to give both of these gentlemen, Pastor Jack, you go first, a chance, an opportunity to, to, to close up, to, to, to give your final word. Thank you very much for inviting me. And um, I think that was timely. We need it at that moment. And even in closing, I want to say all of you who have contributed one way or the other, maybe Lofty, you're going to smile at that, that we are putting up our facility for um, so that we can have build a food bank and proper storage for open arms so that we can be more effective in our distribution. So at this time, I want to say thank you to all of you, for um, to Lofty and Ella and all the rest, Julie, um, who brought me into this connection with all these good people. And to all our donors, I want to say thank you. Those of you in the diaspora, it is not a one-time activity for us. We, we do that all year round. And again, a big thank you and a big praise the Lord for such a great opportunity. Because if it had not been for Jesus Christ, I maybe would be somewhere else doing something else. But because of the love of God, it constrains us, constrains us to do what Jesus did. Thank you very much and God bless everybody. Okay. So Loftus, 
in closing, I want you to, to just talk about where you see this whole movement heading as you give your, your closing remarks. This, this movement that's identifying a need and looking to feel it in a very tangible, uh, most, the most fundamental way in which we as humans know how to share, to break bread and to, and to really share a meal with each other. Where do you, where do you in your vision you see this, um, this movement heading? Well, Pastor Jack touched on a point there that really is very, very close to my heart. And it really brought joy to my head to hear him say that tonight, in that I had the opportunity to spend about a month in the United States on some leadership training program. And one of the situations that I was presented with is to be more part and parcel in exactly what we're talking about tonight, in that opening up of a food bank in Dominica. And that is always uh, something on my mind that I would like to get done in Dominica. When I came to Dominica, when I, when I came back, I, I shared that vision with Pastor Jack and he basically said, voila, that is confirmation that I'm giving him because that too was exactly what was on his mind and on his people's mind at his church. And so, that is where I see that thing going in that we in Dominica, there should be nobody in Dominica that should go hungry. Absolutely nobody. Amen. And so this, this food bank should have, should grow into this chain, as it were, so that we can have in the next coming months, years, whatever it is, however the God, good God blesses us in that we should be able to have retail retail outlets or, or substations of that main food bank in the north, the south, the east, and the west of Dominica, and more so the center, so that somebody in the east may have a need, they go to that food bank, they get their supplies, you know, and they go on their merry way. And so that is, that is the vision I have for that feeding program that we're doing on a, on a little scale right now, it is opening it up so much that Dominica and Dominicans by and large can be, can be affected positively by, by we having so much in our storerooms, as it were, that absolutely no Dominican should be left for, for, for hunger in Dominica. And so I just want to take the opportunity as we wind up that discussion tonight to thank you. Mr. Drago, thank as well. There was one other contributor that I, I missed the in Dominica, DNO, that is Dominica News Online, um, headed by Mr. Tim Dura. He too has, has said to me that he will give us a spot on his, on his online newspaper in that whenever we are thinking about those activities, he will give us that slot so that everybody can see what is going on. And so much more can be can be retained by persons once they see it on his people, online people, ever so often. So I want to thank him as well for that. And everybody, and everybody who is part and parcel of what is happening here, we just want to thank them. Um, those of you who may be listening right now and not on borders yet, we give the contact numbers tonight. Pastor Jack gave his, I give mine, you know, and just try to come on board with that worthwhile venture where, as the good book says, iron sharpening iron. And we are looking forward to the day in Dominica, though we may be long gone, I may be long gone,
But as they say, the answer bring me the news that, you know, whatever we started today, whatever we saw today, the rewards will be reaped in the future. Right. In that absolutely no one in Dominica should go hungry. That to me, once we have attained and can maintain that, that, that noble desire or that noble aspiration, then I think our work would have been, you know, a success story. So Pastor Jack, Brother Drago, you and your production team, everybody listening, viewing at this time, I just want to thank you very much for that opportunity. Awesome. I mean, I couldn't think of anything better that we could talk about for this hour. While it was fresh and everybody was still high from so much sharing that was done. Imagine sharing a meal with 200 folks. In the U.S., where there are thousands of people, 200 is, is, a, is huge, but in Dominica. Um, and we have some of the photos that are scrolling right, right now. Um, and I wanted to share that joy. It was a little bit of a selfish uh, wish because yeah, every yeah. time the activity goes on and I'm stuck in New York, I, I wish I was there. And so thank you so much and for bringing the joy to me. One more thing, Drago, if you just permit me sure. one more thing. If you sure, just sure. permit me, please. Um, we, we, we spoke about what we do at these activities, but what, 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 what I think would be remiss of me if I don't speak about it as well is the, what do these people bring to the table? Let me tell you something. You get the amazing, some amazing stories from this last 40 yes. days. It's a real joy sometimes to speak to them. They too have their own story to tell. They too have their own part to play in, in making that event a success. Because we, we could be preparing all the food we want. We could be doing all the care packages we want. And they didn't show up. They didn't turn up. Then it would have been a futile activity. So I want to congratulate them as well for, for playing their part in being a partner with us as well in trying to curb the kind of hunger situation. It is, and Lothar, it's a good thing you, you said that. Can you give the listeners a little bit of an idea of what's in the care package, those care packages, so at least they would know also when they contribute the kind of things they contribute? The care packages, they include every and anything that deals with sanitation, toothbrushes, toothpaste, soap, wash rags, perfumes, sprays. Um, you know, when they come inside, they get their hair cut. So if you can send body lotion, creams, whatever it is to, to help these people maintain a certain level yeah. of, 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 you know, normal ness like how we normal people behave or react mm -hmm. and that is what we will appreciate in those care packages so any and anything to enhance the life of these young people you know whatever it is clothes just know sanitary napkins for the for the sanitary napkins well. for the women mm -hmm. whatever it is we would welcome that in a very 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 big way awesome that is that is awesome and, and so, gentlemen, I want to say thank you so much on behalf of the entire Dominica, on behalf of the entire humanity, for, for just sharing um, and, and facilitating so many other people to share through you. So I want to wish you bigger strength and continued good health and good spirit. And I encourage all listeners to jump in. Contact us at PDN. We will, we will put you in touch with the correct people. They also gave their 
their information, you can contact them directly. And I can personally vouch for for the activity that happened. I can personally vouch this, this group, this movement is the most efficient group and movement I have ever been involved with. Everything happened so so efficiently, so uh, and so well managed, and everybody is pushing to the same extent. Nobody is holding back. So I can personally tell you that whatever contribution you make will go the maximum effect to the recipient, uh, and and you would you would not have any regret um, for for contributing and participating. Everything. I I am so honored that I was given the opportunity to to participate in in this in this event. I feel really good um, to to be able to do that. So thank you for the opportunity. And we'll do this again. Pastor Jack, I want you to come on because there are a few there's a there's a multitude of other things that we're involved with. I invite you back. Loftus, you already know you have an open mic, open camera on, on TDN. So you you're always welcome to come back. And I want to say um good evening to everybody that gets that involved tonight also sam my producer is always um able to to help put this program together at the last minute and so listeners good night um i hope i hope you enjoyed the hour i know i had a, a really great kick from it because i was i'm not in dominic i cannot participate but talking to these gentlemen helped me to share in the joy of the activity so i want to say good night and we will do this again next week. Have a great week. Stay safe, everyone. And um, next week, Wednesday, 8 p.m., you will see another episode of This Week in Interview. Also on a Friday, FYI Fridays, um, from from 10 to 12 noon. From 10 to 12 noon, Dominica time, Eastern Standard Time. And I'm usually on um, with Sam from 11.30 to 12, but this, this Friday we have a special... Um, a special treat where I will actually be on for an hour um, from from 10.30 to 11, 11.30. Uh, I'll be on for an hour. So we look forward to that. And so listeners, good night. And Loftus and Dr. and Pastor Jack, good night as well. Good night. Thank you and good night. Thank good you. Night.